get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Cards and Cubs on Apple TV this afternoon. 120 start and Ryan Spielborgs will be in the booth for Apple. Of course, you can hear him on MLB Network Radio afternoons with Loud Outs. He does great work with Brad Lidge, and he joins us now on the Celebrity Line. Spilly, good to have you with us. How are you doing? Great. It's kind of funny. I'm trying to get down the elevator in, uh, in Chicago, and I was waiting for a couple of minutes. It looks like I just missed it. So I'm going to do this interview and hopefully get an, inter- uh, an elevator at some point today. Okay. Make it to the game. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, hey, let, let's start with this. Uh, just a, a kind of a broad overview. Uh, the Cardinals were horrible for the, the first part of the season. Now they've gotten hot. Why do you think they've gotten hot? Um, you know, it's always a couple of things. You could see some of the guys are hitting, right? No one's hitting the ball well. Uh, last night's game, as you're, as you're watching against the Chicago Cubs, Marcus Stroman wasn't in the strike zone. It looks like plate discipline's a little bit better. Um, but, I mean, there's there's still the same underlying problems with, with the Cardinals, which I don't know if it gets addressed. I don't know if it can just turn around like a snap of a finger. I mean, defensive efficiency, I'm sure you guys have heard people talk about this when it comes to the Cardinals. Uh, the worst defensive efficient team in baseball. That's a that's a stat on Baseball Reference. Basically, it's just balls in play turn into outs. Uh, and right now, they they just have not been good. You have a pitching staff that pitches to contact, a lot of hard hit uh, contact going through. So, um, you know, you go through these little stretches. It's really good to see. I think from a Cardinals fan, I mean, this is you know, in all the radio that I've done, I've, I've kind of. I don't want to say mocked because I don't think that's the, the right word, but I, I don't think I feel much uh, sadness for a Cardinals fan, especially because it's the first losing season in 15 years. I mean, I was like, would you like to be a would, you, would any Cardinal fan trade with the Rockies fans right now? Or I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of hard to put into perspective what a what a Cardinals fan's pain is right now. When there's been a lot of teams that are like, wait, hold on a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, while you're enjoying the pain of Cardinals fans, because that, that was my takeaway. No, I'm just kidding. But um, as you're looking at this, everybody's talking about selling. We had John Moselak, the president of Cardinals baseball operations, speaking the other day about possibly making some trades and moves because of their performance in the first half. But then you have this team getting hot. Do you see a situation where the Cardinals can still sell but remain competitive at the same time for this season? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think the, the problems that need to be addressed are, are pitching. And so John knows that. Uh, John knows that he has to find ways to get pitching. I think my problem with the Cardinals, and, and again, like just I'm coming from an unbiased perspective. I'm, I'm looking at you <laughs> and this organization through pretty clear lens. And, and I think what I see is that you, you have assets. Like, for example, Jack Flaherty, who's throwing tonight, um, you know, that's that's a pretty nice trade chip. But the problem is, is so many of the players that the Cardinals have had have underperformed. 
And so the value that you're going to get in return for Jack Flaherty or Tyler O'Neill or Dylan Carlson or Jordan Hicks is maybe not to the same level that I think the organization is expecting. So you kind of get put in this predicament where, you know, they're going to be asking for somebody's top prospect for some of these players. And I think a lot of industry wide are going to look at it and go, you know what? I, I, you know, like I really like the player, but I can, I can get Lance Lynn or I can get Lucas Giolito or I can go get Marcus Stroman or I can, I mean, there's, there's a lot of players out there where, uh, to be honest, I think the Cardinals, if they are moving their players, organizations are going to be getting a bargain. And so that's, that, that you're, you're selling at probably the lowest value that some of these players have had in their careers. And that puts, that puts John and it puts, to be honest, it puts the Cardinals in a weird spot where it's, it's probably better to hang on and to see what could happen. Spilly, who are you talking about there in terms of p- players that are underperforming that if the Cardinals move, it, it could wind up being an Rosarena or an Adolis Garcia? We've got our, our list of names here. I'd li- I'm interested to know who you think is is on that list that they could move that would haunt them. You know, I, I, I do think Jack Flaherty would come back to haunt them, even though he's a free agent. Um, I mean, the walk rate for him industry-wide has been, you know, like questionable. Like, he's not quite the same guy that we saw from, from three years ago. We know he's been dealing with injury. But, I mean, he's also kind of a rebound candidate for me when he comes from those injuries. Those take a while. Um, so it's almost like, you know, do you want to extend him, which is not a great idea either. So... <laughs> So that one's going to be the one that I think haunts you because I, I could picture Jack in it, like second half of the season going off or maybe even a year from now getting back to form. So I think those ones are always going to bother you. I, I think in the case of, of Tyler O'Neill, um, here's somebody that I think, you know, I think internally the, the organization is expected 30, 30 because he has that capability. He can run, he can hit for power, but uh, I, I, I don't know if he turns into a Randy Rosarena or a Dolly Garcia. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, again, going back in the past, you, you know, the Cardinals had Zach Gallon. The Cardinals had Sandy Alcantara. You know, like you guys had really high prospects, uh, and they were moved for players that, you know, for Marcelo Zuna, which ends up, you know, at this moment now when you look back on it, you're like, man, that was that's really bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, they're good. Again, like, for me, from, from watching what the Colonels have to do or need to do uh, and then what they want to do, I don't know if it's going to match up the way that everybody envisions. Ryan, do you think that this winning streak for the Cardinals has been kind of a worst-case scenario for John Mosellock? I mean, you talked about they need pitching at the trade deadline, but they're also looking at trading two potential pitchers because they don't have a contract for next year. Uh, I mean, any time that you win, it's that's fine. I mean, like, like you rather you. I don't think there's any organization or player that, and I and I hear what you're saying. You, you cannot you cannot just count on results all the time. Sometimes you you have to do what's right for the organization. There, there's times where you know teams make trades even when they're above 500. Um, I think in this case, you're still nine games below 500, and. Um, I just I, I don't see again like so many of the underlying stats don't validate a, a significant run for the second half of the season. They just they just don't. So you, you can't fall victim to a, a seven game stretch. I mean, I, like I love this thing. I, I've said this to people sometimes. You guys love football. Um, you know, a 162 game season is the equivalent like a 10 game stretch is the equivalent of one week in the NFL. So 
you know, if you, if you win one game in the NFL one weekend, is that going to change the trajectory of the season if you're below 500? No. So, I, you know, like <laughs> you, you have one strong week in, in Major League Baseball. You have one 10-game stretch. Does that change the trajectory of the season? And, and the answer should be no. Jordan Walker, at least, has been a bright spot for the Cardinals this season, regardless of everything that has been happening. What are you hearing of the excitement around Jordan Walker, around the league? And he had a big night last night, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think when it comes to Walker, we, we love the kid. We love the personality. We, we love the story. We love the size of the human. Um, you know, I, I feel like... Uh, again, numbers-wise, they, they, it's it's hard to discredit. You know, when you have certain defensive metrics, and and, and Walker hasn't particularly graded out very well in right field. Um, so I, I know he's he's young, and there's so much room for improvement. And and you got to remember, like, what were you guys doing when you were 21 years old? <laughs> uh, you know, Champaign, I was, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was eating crusty. Um, crusty pizza, you know, like being late for being late for class at UCSB. So I just, I, you have to allow players to develop. I think, you know, to look at a kid that's, that's that young and expect him to be uh, bigger than what he is, is, is really far-fetched. The major leagues is so hard and to hit at one side of the ball is really great. But it, as we've learned, like these new rules and the way that the game is, a, is, is kind of developing, you really have to be able to play both sides of the baseball unless you're just an absolute beast uh, when it comes to hitting. Ryan, the trade deadline approaching, some big names out there. Does Shohei Otani get traded? He should. Uh, I mean, my term for his malpractice. I mean, if you've ever seen any of the the versions of what Otani's trade value is, it's it's not a compensation pick. Otani – uh, especially if this team doesn't make the postseason, which it doesn't look like. I mean, the Angels have the ability with a player that they've already gotten the best bargain in baseball for the last seven years, six years. Um, they have a chance to to kind of reset. And and the craziest part is they can still re-sign them this offseason. So they could they could use them. They could trade them now. They can get three or four players that could help you know bring major league talent to their team that is young and controllable. And then they can still re-sign them. So uh, I think yeah, I think you have to. I think that the Angels are, are at a are at a point where they have to. Spilly, one last thing. Give me a team that is not the Atlanta Braves that represents the National League in the World Series. Oh man, um, it's hard, isn't you know, it? That, it is uh, the National League. I've said it, it like it goes the Atlanta Braves, and then it, it gets really weak. Um, I think Baltimore is is capable of winning the World Series on the American League side. I think Toronto is capable of winning World Series on the American League side. Um, it, it's hard because you need to have the pitching that matches with with anybody. You know, I, my guess is maybe Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Philadelphia maybe uh, could be another run for Atlanta in the in the, Amer- in the National League. Spilly, grab that uh, elevator. We will be tuned into Apple this afternoon for Cards and Cubs. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, you guys. Anytime. Take care. Ryan Spielborgs, he'll have the action this afternoon. Cards and Cubs 120 game on Apple.